You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk. About playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Ron is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. I call it sarcastically speaking about sports, but here lately, I don't really want to talk about sports that often, that much. This loud fucking truck. Who knows how it's going to affect this. Um, I had a a real, another, like an epiphany. A real epiphany epiphany about myself and that is I'm not as open-minded as I think I am (laughs) which two things thank you loud fucking truck Uh, two things I felt and struggled with when I realized the realization that I'm not as open-minded as I think I am number one You always want to think that you're that you're an open-minded person. That you, you know, you treat everyone equally. You, you know, what I'm saying you don't judge people too harshly. Try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think I am a lot of those things for the most part. But uh, as you get older, and I am older. I'm 50 years old, half a century. Is that? Your thought processes definitely mature and change, and some of them, they just become who you are, and you can't lie to yourself. But I think there's a way for me to be true to myself, and maybe not be open-minded on some situa- um, situations or topics, but still give people their respect. I mean, it just, it, it's, it all just goes hand in hand with the fact that I'm getting older and turning 50 was one of the, this has been one of the hardest ages to where it really, really resonated with you, really, really makes me think, I just make me look at him, look at my, my time on this planet, how much I have left and how much I've had. And you always hear people talk about, they don't want to, they want to die with regrets I want to die a regret-filled life. You almost think that in some way, shape, or form, you can't. You almost can't avoid that, because I'm pretty sure most of us. There's a ton of situations or opportunities you didn't act on, and so there you are. There's the one. The key, guy, I guess, is just to you don't have big, huge fucking regrets, and for the longest time. I used to think, I used to think that like, once I started doing stand-up, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing this shit, this is all I'm always going to do this shit. But over time, the problem has been, dude, I, this, this has completely shifted to where I not know where it's going, so I'm just going to talk. Um, I can't do stand-up. <sighs> Alright, how do I say this? Well, also, I've said, if I said this once, I've said it a thousand times. I'm not a comedian. I'm not a comic. 
I'm a guy that does stand up from time to time. I wouldn't I will not disrespect the art form in that way because to be a comedian, I feel like you got to be all in. All in if you're going to if you're going to want to hold that title. That means hitting mics whenever you can, doing shows, driving, doing all that shit for no money, you know, keep honing, honing material over time, over and over. And writing new material and that's something that you know what man i just don't want to do i don't want to sit down and write i don't want to i want to just grab a mic get up there and kind of fuck around and see where it takes me well i can do that there's nothing wrong with that and have to be satisfied with it i remember i remember a person seeing people interviews with with guys that you did comedy for a while and they were and you and i and i can't remember what the guy said he's like you know i just wanted to do it but i didn't want to do it and i didn't understand that what he meant was is he wanted to do it but he didn't want to put in the work to do it and i think that's kind of where i've landed in regards to comedy now shifting back to the original subject i was talking about which was I don't think I'm as open-minded as I'm not as open-minded as I think I am. And I've seen it. It's been coming up and, and over and over and over again the last couple of months in different subjects and topics. One, which the one the other two nights ago that really kind of had me like, wow, to where you just, it's a, it's a look at yourself in the mirror moment. We're watching Law and Order Special Victims Unit and the main character what's her name olivia captain olivia that show's been on for like 30 years and shit so dick wolf is fucking bawling out of his br- i mean it, like you figure he had all these law and orders he had the original one then he's put suv then he they, then he's had two or three of them there was a fucking english one where they were in england and then you see you got these shows fbi those are also dick wolf and they've spun those off too that guy's got to be worth a billion dollars, and I can't, I don't know why. I do not know why he does not just try to set up his own Dick Wolf or Law and Order channel. He has, they, dude. You know the prompt, the programming he has. He would be able to fill that up, but he's probably making more money making these shits and selling them to the studios. Yeah, touche. He probably didn't do anything at this point. He probably just, he just one of those things where he just stamps his stamp of approval on it. It's like, yeah, this is a Dick Wolf um, production. Give me my fucking check. Yeah. You heard me. But okay, so it was the end of the end of the episode and the Olivia chick is talking to her son and I don't even know what the gist of it was. It's basically it's like, Well yeah, I'm not sure if it's girls or boys. I think I'm bi. I'm just speaking my truth. And I'm like, number one, I like how he's eight years old and you know, speaking in these cliches that everybody uses. Number two, how the fuck are you figuring you're bi at eight years old? I'm sorry. I am sorry. Nobody's bi at eight years old. You can't choose that. And I just kind of blew. I was like, are they fucking serious? Why are you sexualizing this shit? But see, my, but then my wife, who, who's a real interesting person, who's very black and white, but was like, hey, this is the way things are nowadays, you know? The kids realize these things sooner and sooner, man. I mean... You can't tell somebody what they are. He's eight. Dude, he's fucking eight years old. He's eight. Who the fuck knows who they are at eight? Some people don't know who they are at 18, 28, 38, 48. 
And this kid's like eight years old talking about I, I'm, I'm speaking my truth. I'm bi. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, here's the other thing. And see, this is what I'm talking about when I say I'm older and I'm not as open-minded because I'm not. When I start to sit down and I really, I'm really honest with myself about it, it's like, no, no. I think what it is is, like I said, as you get older, you experience the world and you learn and you see things. You know, if you're not constantly um, learning as you get older, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Nobody knows everything about everything. Nobody. <laughs> but, but so yeah, the kid says that, and I'm just like, no, uh-uh, I can't accept that. Can't accept that. Just like this, and this one, this, this what was it, Penn State transgendered swimmer who as a man was like ranked 500th in the world changes to a woman is dominating all the fucking records that's dude come on get out of here with that shit you're trans i mean he's a man who became a woman who identifies as i love that one too you identify hey how about you identify as not being an asshole or being an asshole because that's what you are for taking a spot that another woman should have. I don't know what the what the individual's name is. But that's what I mean. Like, I should be more open-minded to that. Be like, well, you know. Uh, and one of my coworkers had a really good, really good um, suggestion. They should just create another league for transgendered individuals. You know, and then when, you, when I say stuff like that and agree with it, I'm thinking, motherfucker, that's segregation. You know who was segregated? black people and i'm a black people so and then you try to i try to justify that in my mind and i'm like i can but it not really the emotional side of my brain will try to rationalize it the rational side of my brain's like well if you just look at it and you strip out all the emotion and just look at the decision you'll see that it sounds kind of bigoted and closed-minded but I, I then, then there's part of it's like, well, I guess so. You know, don't sometimes you just shouldn't fight who you are, just be. I think maybe the reason, well, I don't think I know the reason that I don't want to just lean completely into some of those decisions is because it will make me look closed minded, kind of ignorant, and I don't want to look that way. But uh, some of these <laughs> situations, I just. You know, people deciding just said, look, you know what? I identify now as a woman. I identify as black. I it's like, you know, I guess people can identify with whatever they want to be, but I call bullshit on it. And I never thought I'd be that person. But I think when it comes down to it, when you get older, it's, it's inevitable that you're going to your mind is going to close to certain things. It's like life is not a finished product. It's ongoing, constantly changing, moving with the times. Older people's thought processes of things when they were younger are different than the younger people below them. And I think for me, it's like I identified with a younger thought process because I was younger. I am now no longer younger. I am quote unquote middle aged. And I have middle-aged sensibilities. I mean, the whole, the whole Democrat-Republican thing. Let's keep it real. Most of the time, motherfuckers are Democrats. Democrats are usually, uh, you, you want to say, it's usually people that aren't as rich. 
i.e. black folks, poor folks in the South. Then you had Republicans, richer folks, white folks, more affluent folks. You had some big city Southerners or whatever. But all that comes back to is I think like as you're younger, you'd be Democrat and you're all, you know, liberal and, you know, idealistic and eyes wide open. As you get older, you start you start um, accumulating things, you know, money, family, and you want to protect those things. And to protect those things sometimes means that you got to take a conservative stance in certain areas. And I think that that just goes back to you getting older and you're more established. But when it's all said and done, they can split themselves to whatever they want, Democrat, Republican, whatever the fuck they want. When it's all said and done, they're all just fucking politicians who, in the end, are just looking to stay in office and stay paid. So that's why I said I'm not anything. I'm not Democrat or Republican because I think they're all full of shit. Every one of them. And rewatching this show, House of Cards, man, it's like. You wonder how much of that stuff really goes on. And I'm pretty sure probably a lot of it. And I, and I have to repeat it. Damn, Kevin Spacey, if you wouldn't have been trying to touch little kids throughout your career, man, you could have still been making this badass shit. Um, I'm on episode season five, the last season he was in. Because they did a season six, which I tried to watch, but it was like, oh, this is horrible. They killed this character off. I'm going to w- try to watch it this time. Started watching the show Yellow Jackets. Um, not really sure if I, if I bitten off more than I can chew with this show. <laughs> if you've seen the show, you see what I did there? You'll, you, you'll know. You see what I did there? Yeah. Yellow Jackets is basically that movie alive crossed with Lord of the Flies. That's, that would be the way to definitely describe that show. <laughs> yeah. What else we got going on? Oh, Will Smith. I didn't, you know what? I I don't want to keep going on and on and on about the Will Smith thing because it is. I agree with most people. It's been beat to fucking death. The whole thing has been beat to death. Now there's some video that's emerged where Jada was laughing. Some fan took it, was laughing right after Will Smith went up there and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. It's like, yeah, that doesn't surprise. And then he, and then Will Smith issues a, a statement yesterday that he was resigning from the academy and ready to take his lumps. I'm saying to myself, at this, who cares? I mean, dude, he's already he won the pinnacle of the uh, pinnacle of an award that a person won for in his career. He won an Oscar for best actor. It's like he's already got all the money. He's done TVs and movies. He's done it all. He doesn't have to do a fucking thing. He can just live for the the rest of his life. And what I suggest is live out of the public spotlight for a while. Just you know. If you got to move, do a movie here and there, maybe just do like a, a supporting role. But I'm sure he's got a team that's spinning shit and looking at ways to, to bring him back and resuscitate his image. But what else is crazy is that, like, you think about it, man. Like, dude, that dude was untouchable. Universally loved. Could do no wrong. He's done that. And in the black community, yeah, we're like, yeah, you should have did that. And that was some bullshit, some black on black shit. But... Yeah, other people that are like, yeah, they need to take his Oscar. I'm not watching his movies anymore. I'm not, I ain't doing all that. Because I can separate a, man, a person from their actions. A person is not what they do. It's, and it's not, not, what they do is not who they are all the time. 
No one's 100% anything. No one's 100% good. No one's 100% bad. So it's like you judge a person on one action. Now, it depends on what that action is, I guess. If you're out there killing babies, then yeah, you can go fuck yourself and have your e- eternal soul flamed up down in hell. Yeah. Yeah. So to cap this long-winded explanation is, is of course, I'm not, as, I'm not as open-minded as I was when I was younger. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. Like, take, for, take, this, take this for instance. I'm 50 years old. I just recently passed the 25-year mark in my job. I've worked half my life for this company. And am I the same man I was when I started? Not at all. Not at all. It's, some of it's growth. Some of it's just learning. And as, and as uh, Forrest Gump says, that's all I got to say about that. You don't know nothing about that headhunter. Headhunter, son?